You're listening to the Journey to Launch podcast, 10 tips and lessons to use to fuel your journey to financial freedom. T-minus 10 seconds. Welcome to the Journey to Launch podcast with your host, Jamila Souffrant. As a money expert who walks her talk, she helps brave journeyers like you get out of debt, save, invest, and build real wealth. Join her on the journey to launch to financial freedom in, in five, four, three, two, one. Hey, 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 journeyers. Happy New Year. So if you are listening to this in real time, meaning the week that this comes out, this is the first week in January 2019. Woohoo! So I'm so excited to have you here, to have you listening. I appreciate you. Now, I actually was going to release an interview for this episode, and then I thought to myself, you know what? I feel like this episode should be between me and you. I want to give you more words of encouragement and guidance on your journey to financial freedom and independence, and just overall living your best life. So I'm going to share 10 guidelines, 10 rules per se, or just things you should be doing, following, implementing in your life in order for you to have your best life and to succeed in your finances and to reach all your goals. So before we get into all of that, just want to say Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Remember, you can follow me on all social media at Journey to Launch. I love seeing you guys sharing the episode, sharing takeaways. Also, if you want to get any of the episode show notes, you can go to journeytolaunch.com slash episode 78. This is episode 78. And as always, if you're listening to this in Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave a review, rate, review, and subscribe, and tell a friend to tell a friend. Okay, let's hop into the episode. So these are my 10 tips and things you should be doing, implementing, and just thinking about while you're on this journey to financial freedom. They are in no particular order. I did write down some notes, but I'm really just going to talk off the cuff here and hope that this connects with you. So the first thing is to find a support network. So while you're on this journey to bettering your finances, to bettering your life, you might realize that support and community is very, very important. Because when you're the only person doing something, it makes it just a little harder because you don't have the people rallying behind you, the people encouraging you because they might look at you, meaning they, maybe it's like immediate family and friends who are not doing what you're doing. And they're just looking at you like you're crazy, you know, because maybe you're telling them no, because you're not going to do certain things or spend your money in a certain way, or maybe you're focused on something else that they just don't understand yet. And when that's the case, when you're the only one doing something, it can seem pretty bleak. You're more easily deterred from your path. So it's very, very important to find a support network And so that support network, of course, could be like in person if you're lucky enough to have someone in your life that understands you, that wants to join you on the journey. So if you can find that in person, do that. And but if you can't, you know, this is what the Internet is for. Now, I always say the Internet is good for a lot of things and it's bad for a lot of things, but it's good for 
connecting and meeting people you wouldn't otherwise meet. And so there are tons of online spaces, even just social media, where you can find like-minded people or people who also want to achieve the things you want to achieve. I mean, even by listening to this podcast, Becoming a Journeyer, there are tons and tons of other journeyers out there for you to connect with. Um, and then also, if you're on Facebook, there are tons of Facebook groups about you know personal finance and financial freedom. And I don't want you to get overwhelmed necessarily. I'm not saying you have to join all the groups and follow all the people. But even if it's one or two things or people that you follow, um, it could be the podcast, like whether you find support through this podcast and other podcasts you listen to. But it's really, really important to make sure you're surrounding yourself in person or virtually with people who can support you on this journey because not everyone's going to understand it or be ready for it. And so that's going to be really key to keeping you focused on it. The second thing is find something to keep you occupied in the meantime. So this will help with feeling discouraged or being impatient about why it's taking you so long to reach your goals. Because let's face it, depending on when you start your journey to financial independence, it can take some time, especially if you came to this journey with a lot of debt, a lot of mental roadblocks, a lot of things to get over in your life, then you know, it might not be something that happens in two years, right? Or in five years or in 10 years, it can take, it can take a while. So my goal for you is to find the meaningfulness to find the joy on the journey. Because like I've said in previous episodes, it's not the end result. Like once you get to your, let's just say you want to quit your job, right? Let's say you're unhappy in your job. You want to do something else and you feel like, wow, I did all the calculations. I'm going to need to pay off this much debt. It's going to take me this much years. Then I need to save up this amount of money. Wow, that can take me 10 years. And that seems so far away. But you keep waiting on that moment to quit your job, to live life and to be happy. And when you do finally quit your job because you were able to reach your goals, you still might have that emptiness and feeling of lack and unhappiness just because you ended up quitting your job doesn't mean all your problems are solved. So that's why it's so important while you're on the path, finding something to do, having a meaningful life and journey. So whether that is finding a hobby or getting into a side hustle that can help one day replace your main job, right? When you do make the leap or just understanding that it's going to take time. But if you just sit right and just watch your account, like, you know, just like if say you open up your bank account or your online account and you're just like, all right, if you just sit right, the money is not going to be just accumulating like every minute, every day. I mean, it will slowly. But the point is, it's like watching a flower bloom. If you sit and watch it bloom, it's going to take forever. You're going to get impatient. You need to find things to do in the meantime so that you almost forget that you planted the seed and the flower is blooming. And that's kind of like how I like to plant seeds. I plant seeds all over, you know, plant a seed here, plant a seed there. I'm doing other things, keeping myself occupied and busy and happy. So that way, when I turn around, I'm like, oh, there's that flower that I planted a year ago. And look, it's blossoming. But if I would have sat there and tried to watch it blossom for a year, I'd be miserable. And so I noticed that it happens for a lot of people. Once you find out what you want in life and that there is a thing that, you know, you can create this life you want, but then you realize it's so far away, you get frustrated. So it's really important to find that thing. And it could be multiple things that you can do in the meantime to keep you encouraged and moving forward. Number three, don't judge others for where they are on their path or who are on a different path. 
this is important because, you know, we all have different starting points. We all have different privileges. I talked about that in a previous episode. We all have different things that make us make up who we are. So we're going to have different motivators. And so what works for me or what motivates me may be different from you. So it's really important especially whether you're looking up or down on someone, you know, I don't recommend doing either. No one is better than anyone else, no matter how much money you have, no matter what position in life you have, no matter what your career is, like no one's better than anyone. But it's important that even if there's someone else making a decision that you wouldn't make with their finances, like maybe they buy a car that you wouldn't buy. Maybe they dumpster dive for food. I don't know, right? Like it's none of your really, like it's none of your business what other people do with their money um, and how they're traveling on their path. Um, So really try to absolve yourself from judging what other people are doing and only worry necessarily about yourself. Um, I know that can be kind of hard, but it's really important that you refrain from using your life or your goals to measure someone else's life and goals. Number four, you have to not give up and push through doubt. And, you know, this is an important one because I believe this is like the reason why people are successful and not successful. Because everyone, no matter even if you believe that you can do something like this, that you can live the life of your dreams and quit your job and retire early, whatever it is that you choose, you have to first believe you can do it. But while you're going to be on this path, especially if it's going to take you a a while or if there are going to be obstacles that come in your way, you're going to have doubt. It's inevitable. I have doubt. You know, there are some days I wake up and I'm just like, this is like the best thing I ever did, you know, meaning quitting my job and doing this full time. And I'm just like, so I see it. I see the vision. And there's no doubt in my mind that it won't come true. Then there are days I'm just like, I am not feeling this. I don't even think I want to do this anymore. What am I doing? The doubts, the doubts come in. But what I intend to do and what I continue to do every day or every time I have those feelings is I push through it. I don't let my feelings, whether up or down, kind of dictate how I feel or whether I'm quitting or stopping. And so the whole idea is that when you do have doubts, is to not give up, not give into those doubts, because that is what most people do who don't make it, who wish that they were further ahead is because they they do stop. And listen, if you did stop, you know, this is not also to bash you if you, you did have a stop and start. The whole point is that the reason why there are people who do reach their goals and dreams is because they keep going regardless of the doubt. And don't be fooled by thinking that people who are successful or what you think is success, like they don't have these doubts. They have doubts and imposter syndrome and they don't know what they're doing just like you, <laughs> but they keep going. Um, and that's that's a big, big key thing. The other thing, I think we're up to number five now, dream big dream big. Um, so this, I feel like can be broken down into a couple other points. And what I mean by dream big is that again, if you are in a, in a place in your life where everyone talks the same or operates in the same mind frame, or you haven't seen something directly, it can kind of be hard to imagine that there's something different out there. And so you might have had thoughts. I know that sometimes I have the craziest, biggest little thoughts. I say biggest little thoughts because they're so big sometimes that I'm like, 
oh, wait, can that really happen? Probably not, right? That's my little doubt, my little devil on my shoulder kind of kicking in, trying to tell me that I can't do something. But then I realized if the fact that I even thought about it, for me, makes it something that is possible. And so when you have dreams or when you are trying to suppress those inner dreams that you have, you're doing yourself a disservice. It's okay to think of the, you know, to dream big and to think of the, the best thing that could happen in your life. You know, don't be afraid to do that. I find that so many people are afraid to think about the next big kind of thing that can happen to them. And then it's doing themselves a disservice because they're not able to create or chart the steps for them to get to that place. So how do you dream big? Now, this is important. So in order to dream big and in order to keep those dreams in perspective while you approach them is you need to reprogram reframe and make the abnormal normal. So I'm going to say that again, reprogram, reframe and make the abnormal normal. So I mean, reprogramming involves just, again, all these things we have been been downloaded to us from society, from our parents, from our family and friends, our immediate circle, from you know media, like telling you what you should be and what is possible for you. That like, you know, I do believe that that's like a programming almost that we need to reprogram our own brains to get out of. So how do you reprogram? You need to reframe the way you see things. And so whether that is seeing something that you've been through as a negative and making that a positive, whether you see something that you once viewed as a disadvantage to being an advantage, you're reframing the things in your life and, and looking at it in a new way. It's almost like the picture just doesn't change. The picture stays the same, but the goggles you put on change. So you take off the same glasses that you've maybe been wearing and you just choose to look at it through another frame of glasses. And also making the abnormal normal. So when I first heard about financial independence, you know, I have I never knew that that was a thing. So hearing that people were saving millions of dollars was a bit abnormal to me because in my head before this, you know, I figured that you had to either be born into money marry into money or possibly like you know start a huge huge business like I knew that there were like the millionaire next door I knew that there were average millionaires but I just didn't see how that was normal but then when I started listening to all these podcasts and reading blogs I quickly realized that that can be the norm poverty and brokenness doesn't have to be my norm so if I reframe and reprogram my brain to make what I once thought was abnormal is normal then it doesn't make my dreams seem so big, right? Like it kind of makes my dreams feel like uh, that's what I'm supposed to be doing because everyone around me or, you know, my virtual circle or my virtual influence, my support network that I talked about in the previous points, like this is what they do. You know, I'm around people who are saving their money. I'm around people who, especially as a business owner now full time, I love my masterminds and connecting with like-minded entrepreneurs where, they are doing it. They are creating, you know, uh, services and products and they're making money and they're hiring people. So when I look at them, I'm like, wow, that's normal. So maybe abnormally to me, like, well, I don't know if I can do that. But when I see everyone around me doing it, doing it, I'm just like, I can do that too. Like that is a normal course of action that it's going to be required for me to take the next step. So that's what I mean about reprogramming, reframing, and then making the abnormal normal, because then your dreams that you're you're dreaming that you want to be big, it, they're still big, but then they become dreams that you can still accomplish. They don't seem so unattainable and untouchable. 
Number six, think we're up to number six now. Create a better relationship with money. Now, we have our own relationships with money, our own unique positions on whether, like, how we earn, spend, save, whatever it is. Because of society, our cultural beliefs, our family beliefs or our upbringing, what our parents taught us, what they didn't teach us about money. So it's very important that you discover what your money story has been, what you've been telling yourself about money, discovering that, uncovering it, and confronting it. Um, Also, creating a better relationship with it. So a lot of times people don't want to confront the negative and nasty emotions like around money. So whether they think that they're not worth earning more or that they have a poverty mindset or they just think that they're just not worth it like they're not worth more and you know it's funny because no one would probably outright tell you those things that they feel that way but deep down the reason why they may be in the positions that they are is because it's stemming from those kind of beliefs and so it's really important that you find a way to create a better relationship with money you confront your money story you uncover your money story you go back and you think about why do I spend money in this way why do I spend money to cover this lack of self-confidence up why and you know so dig deep and once you start uncovering that you can start building a better relationship with money and then that way you can now use money as a tool to get the things you want in life instead of money then running you and using you as a tool number seven is don't make excuses or complaints so lynn twist from episode 76 she said this and i loved it she said turn your complaints into commitments so i love that and you know, we all can probably write a whole list of excuses, valid almost complaints and excuses about why we haven't reached where we want to be. You know, whether that's because you, you weren't born in a family that had a lot of resources, you weren't born in a country that had a lot of resources, your parents never taught you about money, you have tons of student loan debt, you have to work and you have your single mom and, you know, valid things that are maybe contributing to the lack of movement in your finances or your life valid right if you just sit and make excuses and continue to complain without finding ways to alleviate and solve what you consider lack or disadvantages you're not going to get anywhere so as lynn twist said how can you turn your complaints into commitments so instead of complaining about what you don't have how can you say to yourself okay instead of focusing on that the lack of i'm going to focus on the building of and the learning of and the doing of so don't make excuses or complaints turn your complaints into commitments what are you going to commit to to do better number eight do not compare your journey with others this kind of goes back to judging and not judging but when I say compare I mean again you are on your own unique path no one's path is going to be like yours. You are going to hear maybe, even on this podcast, different points of view, different tactics, right? And, or different just scenarios. And, you know, so none of all are going to just like completely apply to your situation. But it doesn't mean that, again, someone's journey is, or someone's success is more deserving or less deserving than you. You can only focus on what you're doing. And so the last thing I want to do or have you feel is that 
you can't reach your goals or it's going to be harder or easier or whatever it is because someone else is, you know, doing their own thing or, or, or getting to their goals faster. You really should only use other people's journeys. So when you hear stories on the podcast or when you see things on social media as inspiration, so use it as inspiration or maybe use it as just lessons learned. So maybe there are things they went through that you don't have to go through because you learned through them. But don't look at it and think of it as, wow, I now feel bad because I don't have these things. Um, so I would make sure that you are not comparing yourself in your journey to others. And if you are at all going to like look at someone else's journey, only look at it for sources of inspiration or lessons to help you not do maybe the same thing or make the same mistake. Number nine, integration and execution of all this lovely motivation you get, right? So I know from what you guys say that you get a lot of inspiration and encouragement from this podcast. Maybe there are some books you're reading right now. And when you're reading it, you're nodding your head or you're listening. You're like, yes, I feel the fire. I feel so like inspired. And I love that. Like if you haven't noticed yet, you know, one of my main things for Journey to Launch is I want you to feel encouraged. I want you to be inspired and motivated because I do think that is a huge, huge part of succeeding. Like you have to have the, the emotions, like the feel good emotions that 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 cause you to take the first step or to continue are like key, like they're very instrumental in your goals. But it's not enough to be motivated and inspired. Well, it's not enough if unless you're going to do something about it. So you need to integrate the things you're learning. You need to integrate this inspiration that you're getting into your life and you need to execute. So my actual word, so I had, I have words um, for every year. I mean, I just started doing this, but I had my last, my word for last year, 2018 was fearless. And that's because I knew I was going to be you know, doing a lot of big things in my life <laughs> this in 2018, like having another baby and quitting my job. So I knew I wanted to be fearless. And my word for 2019 is execute. I want to execute in 2019, meaning I have so many like ideas and things I want to do. And instead of sitting on them and not doing anything about it, I want to execute, even if I'm executing and maybe not the best way, but I'm failing fast. So maybe, you know, I execute and I am, it's not fully thought out. Now I'm not trying to like say I'm going to put out crap or bad things. It's more of, I'm tired of analysis paralysis where instead of making moves towards some of my goals, I sit too long and I let the inspiration pass. And then I'm like, oh, okay, on to the next thing. No, I'm all about execution and I want you to be about execution too. So what that means is if you hear information or you read something that inspires you that that makes maybe the light bulb kind of go off as Oprah would say that little aha moment and I I do believe we have a lot of these moments in our lives and instead of acting on them we kind of say okay I'll get to that later I want you to start executing I want you to start riding that wave of inspiration into action because that is where you're going to see the results you want to see Another way you can look at this integration and execution is you, instead of just trying, you just do it. Instead of just wishing, you just be it. Instead of just settling, you create it. So what that means is there's something that you say, no, I, I, I'd like to do that. Or, or I, I like to like kind of see what that's about. Then do it, right? Find what's the next step for you to do that, right? Maybe you need to start a Google search. Maybe you need to sign up for whatever the program or that class or whatever it is. 
take the next step. It doesn't need to be the ultimate step, right? But just the next step into whatever that it was that inspired you. Number 10, you need to practice being more disciplined and courageous in your life and finances. So what I mean is that, you know, none of this is all going to be like, you're going to get right all the time and right away. It's going to take continuous action. And, you know, if you notice, all my points here had really nothing to do with like actual like money, you know. Um, So yeah, this is about a financial independence, financial freedom podcast. But the bigger picture is like how you live your best life. And so for me, yes, it ties back to money. We're using money as a tool. But in general, in your life, how can you have a more disciplined but courageous life? And so for me, when I look at it, how it like goes back to money is that when it comes to like our expenses and spending, you know, I'm never one to say spend nothing. It's more about being like disciplined and spending because you want to, not because someone is telling you or a commercial is telling you, you are operating from a position of discipline. And then when it comes to being courageous, which is something you're going to hear a lot more in terms of courageous for earning more because income is the driving force for you to reach your goals is how can you be more courageous in earning money? So I said this before that I think that when it comes to being smart with your expenses, that takes more discipline. But when it comes to earning more, I think that takes being courageous because when you want to earn more money, you have to one deserve, feel like you deserve to earn more. And that might mean if you're an entrepreneur raising your rates, it might mean actually selling something and charging for something. And that takes courage. I'm telling you right now, I'm in that stage now. It takes courage to come on here and, you know, to kind of sell myself or, you know, sell a product or whatever it is that I've created. Um, it takes courage because the fear of rejection and someone telling you that it's not good enough or feeling that it's not good enough is is real, right? Or even going to your boss and asking for a raise or negotiating a raise in that interview that you have, that takes courageous because it's easier just to kind of take whatever is given to you or to not ask. And so my big, big thing for 2019 for you journeyers is to how can you be more courageous in earning more money? How can you be more courageous in investing in yourself? Because sometimes that takes not knowing what the outcome is going to be. Sometimes that takes maybe actually, you know, there's no guarantee that you'll make the money back if you invest in yourself, but more likely the person that chooses to invest in themselves or in, or chooses to advocate for themselves will get ahead versus the person that doesn't. Those are my 10 kind of tips um, for like not just this year, but just overall that you should be implementing using in your life in your finances to get ahead. I hope that for you this year is amazing, that your life in general is amazing and that you reach your goals. I'm so excited about all of what is to come for Journey to Launch in 2019. I'm going to continue to grow the Journeyer Launch Club. And so I'm excited about that. That's my membership community where I am taking what you're learning here and the content that you love and like so much from me and Journey to Launch and putting it and and making it more digestible, creating more of a community where you can actually implement. So some of the things I talked about, that whole finding your network, implementation, classes, just things in which now you have like the resources and tools and community to support you. So that's what the Journey or Launch Club is all about. I'm looking forward to growing that more in 2019. So if you want to join us, come on, join us. We have some amazing programming coming up this month and in the future. You can go to journeytolaunch.com slash launch club. 
Also, think about a word you can probably use for yourself this year. I told you earlier that my word was execute because I want to execute this year. I want to be like a ninja executor. (laughs) Um, So if I think of something, if I get inspired by something, I write it down instead of saying, oh, I'll think about it later. No, I'm writing it down and I'm putting it on my list and I'm going to figure out how to do it kind of thing. I want you to do the same. Think about what word or something that's going to keep you motivated and inspired throughout the year. Let me know what you thought of this episode, what like what tips you're going to take and apply to your life and to your finances. I'm so curious to hear your feedback. Again, you can follow me at Journey to Launch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Next week, I'll be dropping a whole new episode. Every Wednesday, there's a new episode, so stay tuned. And thank you so much for joining me today, Journeyers. So happy to have you here with me. If you want any of the episode show notes, you can go to journeytolaunch.com slash episode 78. And until next week, keep on journeying, journeyers.